Hello there, and welcome to the Kingdom Mentor Podcast, brought to you by iKings Media. This podcast is all about you and your voice, getting unstuck, getting over the drama, the trauma, winning the shame game, and being able to walk in your full identity. So get a cup of coffee and join me or a guest as we help you find your voice, share your voice, and even market your voice. Well, welcome once again another episode of the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. I'm always so glad when you join me. Thank you so much. I appreciate your reviews too. Those of you who have uh, diligently subscribed and share your thoughts, that is so cool. I really appreciate that. So today I'd like to talk about reset. You know, I didn't do a podcast episode, yes, last week, and I always feel that I don't need to step up to the mic if I haven't processed or worked through something that is worthy to share. Because see, I don't just want this podcast to be about information. I want it to be about transformation. So I always trust the Holy Spirit to like light up my voice and say the words that would trigger something in you. Trigger. So this episode, I want to talk about reset. Reset from trauma. Reset from grief. Reset from anything that seems to be like a tangled mess And I want to share something with you that should give you hope. If you have started the reset, like I've been doing some neuroplasticity training. And what I find in any time there's a serious reset, (laughs) I find there's things that just fly up and hit you. You have a choice. You can be triggered to go back to where you were, or you can make a serious choice to go forward. So I want to share a little word in just a sec. But first, let me just share where the grief has hit me. Uh, we lost Dave's mom last month. And then Easter morning, I wake up to find out my aunt has passed. An aunt that's been actively involved in my life. So all Easter, I'll be honest with you, it was I was just kind of muddled. I was kept trying to, you know, deep breathe. But in the same time, I got some great memories. I think memories are good to remember. And when it came to my Aunt Polly, is her name, she, whenever she'd make a dinner and we'd sit down and eat, that was her specialty, cooking and creating a wonderful place to have a meal. I think that was almost spiritual, really, to be able to have a meal like that. But she never failed to share the story of when I was a little girl. And I stayed and my three brothers stayed with her for a week while my mom had her, her fourth, fifth son, her fourth son, her fifth child. So while she was going through the delivery and everything, we stayed with Aunt Polly and Uncle Horace. And this story, just always, the way she told it, I wish she could tell it to you. I wish I would have recorded it because it was priceless. She tells the story of one night, uh, two of my brothers were in one room and I was in another room with my other brother and we were making noise. We wouldn't go to sleep. And she tells us in great Uh, drama. She'd go in there and give the right act to my other two boys. She'd go into my room and say, you've got to be quiet. Well, finally, there was this one time when she had enough. It's like probably the third or fourth time. So she went into my uh, other room where my two brothers were and she let them have it, which is unusual because Polly's so kind and sweet, but she let them have it. And then she said, I went into your room and I stopped dead in my tracks Because you were kneeling down in the crib with your hands folded and your mouth was moving like you were saying a very serious prayer. And she said, I had to walk out before I cracked up laughing. 
just uh, just memories like that. Another memory is uh, when Dave and I got married. We got married in uh, April. We're coming up on our 25th wedding anniversary. And in August of the same year, we went out to the North Pacific Northwest and uh, had our extended celebration there. And I remember Aunt Polly, just the way she treated and respected my husband and loved on him and just... You know, David, would you like to pray before the mail? Just so respect and honor. So I could share more memories. But so that put me in a very tender place. And I'll say this, that I think it's okay sometimes to feel, especially if you're going ahead and you're doing some work on your mental state. Sometimes in the process, you may think, oh, I'm, I'm, this is, I can't do this anymore. It's not working. When it actually, it is working. It's very much like a continued FRP process where you focus on that which is bothering you. It doesn't have faith, hope, and righteousness in it. You focus on the issues that are affecting how you think, and you focus on it to the point of R where your reality, you go ahead and feel it. Feelings are good, but in the midst of the reality, you examine it. You might write out what you're feeling, as Caroline Leaf always shares in the metacog part of her study. And then you bring it to the P, where you ask the presence of God to come in to those areas where you feel unsettled, where you feel hurting, where you feel like, I don't want to suppress this anymore. Because when I suppress, not a good picture. I can raise my hand for that. Because I grew up suppressing my emotions. So I'm going through this study again. And it brought me to this thought, which I want to share a vine dresser, short vine dresser word with it. What do you do for the reset? So do you feel like you need a reset? I'm, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Do you feel like you need a reset? Sometimes in the midst of the reset, there's something called process. And the process often wants to squeeze the life out of you. And I sense that in the air, especially with the process of going through the pandemic and the question of vaccines and tests. And there's just a lot that can squeeze. But may I encourage you to keep going forward in that process? Because I'll say it again. If I don't, if it's the last few words I say, you have a voice. You don't have to freak out amidst the process. I always like to think of process as I'm going through this, feeling everything I'm feeling, my the loss of my loved ones, um, just some loss in some other areas that are very dear to me. I realize that if I go through the process and remind myself that there is a relationship I get to have every moment of every day with a loving Father who celebrates progress, not perfection. I always think of that thought, on a good day, I do well to manage me. So I've been managing me a lot and not taking on responsibilities that aren't mine. It's so easy as moms to want to be responsible and try to fix things in our kids and our family. But we don't get to do that. Well, if they're a baby and on up to a toddler, I understand that. But you know what I'm talking about. Okay, I figured you did. So I want you to think of process as this. Um... It's like when you go through the weary and dreary days, when you're in the process, in the loving hands of Father God, you get to realize that, hey, I can go from despair to devastation, but I can still find purpose. The process can be the very pressure, 
to produce fruit in my life that someone needs. I always love the illustration of making wine. It's like your great, your, your, think, just picture a vineyard and the, the vinter comes up and down the aisles, checking on them, may have to prune a vine, but then you get to that point where, and pruning is not about punishment, but growth. Okay, got that. So you get to this place and you're just ripe, great grape. And what happens? You get picked, you get nipped. And then it's not like, okay, here I am, but this, these grapes aren't for eating, they're for wine. So what's the process? You get crushed. You get, have to embrace the crush. I believe you can with joy. <laughs> you say, how can I do that? Let me, let me see if I can describe making wine and see if you can find some hope in this. So you, you embrace the crush with joy. And then you go through the agitation of fermentation. You may be in the feel like, hey, let me raise my hand, agitation, right here. But there's a fermentation process going on. And do you know how the vintner knows the fermentation process is over? He sees these wine diamonds rise to the top. I think God's looking over you and saying, yep, I see a diamond. I see a wine diamond. But that's not the end of the process. Sometimes we wish it would. But then there's the next step, fermentation to clarification. This is when... They take out all the toxins out of the wine. Sometimes taking the toxins out of the wine of our brain is a process where we have to maybe even have to reset every day, but it's possible because you're meant not to be grape juice. You're meant to be fine wine. So he goes through this clarification and gets it in. We'll just say a bottle, but usually they're stored in these big barrels, right? And that wine Gone, gone through the crush, gone through the fermentation and the clarification, gone through all the... It has to sit in a dry, dark, and cool place. Process. A dark, dry, cool place. Process. I just feel like someone is in the midst of that process in one area or the other. And I always have this picture. When the wine's ready to pop... I always have this picture of this lovely decorated table. I can't do that, but I'm not into that. But I, I see it in my mind. Okay, I go to a friend's house who's really good at that. And I see this picture of Jesus pouring the wine and him getting to taste it first. And the grin on his face is like, hmm, it's my child. <laughs> She's gone through the crust the fermentation, the clarification, and she has sat in a dry, cool place, and now is the time to pour out what I've poured in through the process. Isn't that awesome? The process can be the pressure to produce fruit in your life that someone else may need. So like he drinks it, and like, you know, I know a lot of people who would benefit from drinking this wine of your life. I think that's what he would say to you. So wherever you are in that process, don't lose heart, reset. I'm going to say that again. Reset. It's part of a shift. And where does the reset come? It's in this place where the Father's heart is released to you and you really experience it. The Father's heart is to be released to you. And I believe someone in the dark who's been in the dark, dry, cool place and you're out of it, I think someone in the dark is waiting for you to speak a word to them. It might be in, I'm going to challenge you, it might be in writing that book. It might be in starting that podcast. Use Anchor. It's real easy. It might be in creating that course. But in the process of that, imperfect action is better than no action. 
that might be on my grave. Imperfect action. Teresa said imperfect action is better than no action. Not really on my grave, but I'm just passionate about that. Because I see people get stuck with their voice by trying to make it perfect or by all the fruits of fear that are not good for its procrastination, fear, fear man, worry, more procrastination, and then that defeat. I just, it's just not meant to be. But you know, deep down, you are meant to be fine wine. Don't be afraid of the process because it's about relationship. And all through that process of wine, guess who's watching over you? I think it's called the vinter, but it's the vine dresser, your father. So amidst any squeeze or pressure you're feeling right now, reset to this thought. He is there. His word says he perfects that which concerns him. That's in Psalm 138. You, my friend, you really concern him. After all, he is the author and perfecter of your faith. Hebrews 12, verse 2. And it says he works things, all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. If you're listening this far, I think you're called according to his purpose, friend. You have a voice and you know it. Or you're trying to find it again. One other thing. It's part of the rest to run word. And it has to do with his promises. The word of God says his promises have abundant life attached to it. He's all about you walking in joy and peace. Reset. You can do that when you go through the process of reset. You can still walk. Enjoy in peace as you hit your faith cart on to the Word of God and you let the Word of God take you where you need to go. And you're just back there in the cart having a good old time. Maybe bumpy at times, but you got the Word of God and you're watching it and you're following it and it's leading you. So will you go to the Word and will you hold on to His promises? His words that He has spoken to you. His promises which are yes and amen. The promises that are part of you being able to rest, to run. You rest like Sarah. Her faith embraced the miracle working of power of God, even though she had all these flesh things. She couldn't conceive. She was past childbearing. But she rose up in the authority, and you can do this three, too. The authority of her faith. She walked in her kingdom authority. The authority of her faith rested in the one who made the promises. A lot of resting there. And then you get to run. How do you run? You tap into his faithfulness. You start declaring, reset. I'm going to start to believe what God says about me. Instead of all these lies, I'm going to stop letting those lies of the enemy land in a tender part of my heart. Instead, I'm going to take care of that tender part. Maybe go through some neuroplasticity with Dr. Caroline Leaf. Maybe go through some mental things. Maybe join Teresa with the Redeem Your Voice camp. I'm going to, I'm going to, Find a place where I can tap into his faithfulness from that place of rest. So go to his word. Hold on to those promises. I believe God is raising up people like you. Really, I would just believe it. That you're going to have the reset from weary days to wonder-filled days, from gory stories to glory stories. You've gone through and survived the pandemic and you have a story to tell. There's going to be pages and books in the future about you. Leading the way with your kingdom authority. Holding on to your joy in the midst of all the, the chaos in the world, in our country. But you're going to be the one who stood up for righteousness. You're going to stand up. And then out of your reset, you're going to be the fine wine that you're going to be. Your life is going to become. Everybody who comes across you, they get to taste that fine wine. 
And they may say, hmm, there's something about you. And you may be able to get them to tell them about the process, meaning about relationship. I believe your voice is part of the answer, really the answer, for the kingdom of heaven to be released on the earth. The kingdom of heaven is words. And I believe your voice containing the words that God's given you is going to unlock the doors for yourself and for others to experience the fullness of the kingdom of God. My kingdom come, my will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Whoa. Thank you, God. So your voice is part of the answer. Your voice, as you go through the reset, your voice is the answer. My being just in your family right now. Reset. Reset. Stay in the soil of his promises amidst the process so that you can be that ripe fruit, spilling forth the sweet wine to bring refreshment and, and healing everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. I can say all this because I've gone through the process. And it's not a bad thing. It's actually a very beautiful thing. And I want to encourage you. Maybe you're in the process like, man, I want to go through the process. Patrice, I need some help. I get that. I get that. And can I just say this? Let's not lose heart. Galatians 6, verse 9. Let's not lose heart in doing good, for in due due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. Galatians 6, verse 9. You could reset everything on that verse. And then I like how the vine dresser says it. I I pulled out a couple paragraphs. When I see the vine dresser, it's just the way the Lord speaks to me. I've got three books. Listen to the vine dresser on Amazon. You can check that out. The last one is called Secrets to Unlock Your Voice. Some of the best vine dresser words in about a de- uh, six or seven new ones. But this was from a little bit ago. It's from volume two. And I think you need to hear this. So ready? I think he's talking to you. Reset. Trust me. You will lack nothing as you walk each day intimately connected to me in this vineyard of your heart. Here lies the rich soil of my presence to help you grow. I'll be generous with my gifts, giving you more than enough, more grace and more glory. Keep walking with integrity and watch me provide. You will never be in lack as I always have your back. It's a process. It's a reset. It's a journey. You are mine, child. Let go and believe your times are in my hands. So don't strive. Simply abide in the vine. Love the vine dresser. So you ready for that reset? Are you ready to walk in the vine? Are you ready to be part of the answer? Uh, this was two, two sentences out of one vine dresser word that I will say to again and again to you. And can I say it to you? Listen, listen, this is for you. You are the much needed salt to a world that's lost its appetite and hope for a loving meal at the Father's table. You are a light to a world that thinks darkness is normal and struggles with strife and enmity. You are his revivalist. You are his answer. And sometimes it starts as simple as a reset. A reset from grief, from trauma. I'm all about that. We have the Kingdom Mentor Academy where we go deep, dive deep into the um, reset of repair, restore, and rebuild. We also have upper-level 
uh, mentors in that called the heart sync with the father's love. Just helping you to reset. If you want to, just a reset in a word, you can go to ikingsmedia.com forward slash blueprint and we can meet one-on-one like I've done to so many people over the years. One-to-one, talk about you, talk about some keys to break through and find the reset keys for you. So ikingsmedia.com forward slash blueprint. So I'm going to walk through the reset and getting over some family deaths and have nothing but good memories of my aunt especially. I'm going to go through the reset and continue to, to align my mind, will, and emotions to what God says. And I want to end by this final thought. If you really want to do the reset, can I give you some advice? Take good care of you. Speak kindly to yourself. Be kind to yourself. The greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and love your neighbor as you love yourself. You have to love yourself and learn what it means to take good care of you, soul care. All right, so you know the saying, say no to striving and yes to abiding so you can live in your sweet spot in the vine of your divine destiny. for the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. If you'd like more information, be sure to go to ikingsmedia.com and share with a friend, maybe share a review. We love that. And I'm going to challenge you on this. If you've got a voice and you've got a story that you think will benefit someone, will you please check out ikingsmedia.com?